This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, September 16th, 2019. Make sure you're following the show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today we have a very special guest. Mickey Armstrong is a photographer, producer of the Plus Report, and executive producer of District of Curves, the Washington, D.C. full-figured fashion showcase. The annual show has become Washington, D.C.'s largest platform for plus-size models, designers, and body-positive activists. Both platforms were created to help small businesses, small business owners, body-positive activists, and influencers within the curvy community grow and expand their reach throughout and beyond the world of plus-size fashion and body positivity. District of Curves is partnering with Fashion Center at Pentagon City for the Fall Fashion Preview happening this Saturday, September 21st, and we're going to learn all about it today. Let's welcome Mickey to the show. Hi. Hi, Shanice. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be on your show. Well, thank you for being here. Now, first thing I want to know, is Mickey a nickname or is that your government name? That is my government name. Um, My dad named me Mickey. His name is Michael, but he's always been called Mickey. So... His mm-hmm. mother would not allow him to change his name, so he gave it to me. Okay, cool. And you're originally from Norfolk, Virginia, and you moved to Washington, D.C. in 2008. So what made you move to D.C.? Work, um, my full-time job being in computers and cybersecurity. So there was no, there were no jobs available for me down in the Norfolk, Chesapeake area. So I had to move up towards D.C. in order to be able to get a decent paying job. Oh, okay. And then when you got to D.C., you discovered the plus-size community there. Now tell us how that came about and how you initially got involved. Okay. So um, I've been a promoter for a long time, um, all the way up from high school and everything. So when I left the Norfolk area, I was doing I was promoting um, my partner and I, we had wanted to do a fashion show for a long time. So that was already on the books. And then I got into D.C., and I'm also a photographer. So I did my book, um, The Curves Ahead Project, which featured plus-size women. Uh, it was a, just a fun project to make a coffee table book for plus-size women. But I noticed a trend with the women that I was working with. Either they were models um, in the area but didn't have anything here, or they they wanted to model but didn't have the opportunity due to their height or their size. So I looked around, and I saw that there was not really a show in the D.C. area. Most of the models were traveling to New York um, or places north mm-hmm. to to do it. So I said, well, you know what, let's have a show here. So that's how I got started with DOC. It was supposed to just be something fun, um, but then it grew. 
you know, it, it really caught on and it grew and it just went from there. Now, you being a big and tall male, were you able to identify with some of the struggles that the plus size women have? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that that's the thing. Um, I got identified with quite a bit of the struggles that they had. Um, and that's what helped me um, doing this helped me with my issues too. So being a big and tall man um, in the industry and being able to see the confidence that the women in the industry do when they're on the runway, when they're doing these projects and campaigns, it helped me because I had all the same issues that they had just from a male point of view. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you launched your event in 2014 and the original concept of district of curves has it evolved over time um it's it's evolved a little bit um just for the original concept was really more so like a fun thing body positivity um and giving the ladies in the area a platform but over the years um those things have grown as well as also um being a real like avenue for people who are trying to jumpstart their career. So, you know, I've been able to cultivate relationships with different brands and whatnot over the years and been able to recommend ladies uh, upon request, been able to send, send information to ladies and really help some ladies like launch their brands and their modeling or blogging careers. So those things kind of incorporated into what we do. And so it, that was the expansion in terms of our goal and our mission for DOC. So I'm all about helping people elevate their brand, start their brand, and grow their business. What were some of the obstacles you faced trying to break into the Plus community and establish your brand? Because the Plus community can be very cliquish, and sometimes if they're not familiar with you, they don't want to support initially. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the hardest things for me was being a man in the industry, like being a straight man at that in the industry. Like I ran into a lot of obstacles from, you know, women who were not trusting, rightfully so, um, given the mm-hmm. fact that some of these women have definitely been taken advantage of. But I ran into, that was the biggest one. It's just being a man. People are like, what are you doing? You know, are you trying to use this as a dating service? Like, you know, what what's that? So that's the biggest obstacle. Um, other than that, really, yeah, the clicks. Um, so a little bit, but not really towards me because once I was accepted as a man in the industry, for the most part, um, it wasn't hard. Like I didn't run into the click issue for myself. Now I noticed it for some of the models that I was working with, but not for myself because once people saw that I wasn't like some kind of, you know, somebody taking advantage of the women, um, they were pretty, you know, pretty, pretty forgiving. And uh, they opened their arms, you know, opened their doors and everything for them. But I remember, I think I first met you in person last year at Full Figure Fashion Week when it was the 10-year anniversary. And I remember um, speaking to you, and you said something to effect of, um, like, I'm not, you know, one of the top influencers or I'm not, something to a, 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 the effect that maybe someone has not been treating you right or turned their nose up to you. <laughs> so why did you so, tell me that? Yeah. When I first met you. So I will say this. I did have, um, when I first came in, being in the D.C. industry and whatnot, there were 
Um, so like Curse Rock is is here. Curse Rock is in Baltimore and whatnot. And so the ladies of Curse Rock and myself, we didn't really hit it off really well. Um, and so for a couple of years, there was some issues between us that was really more so misunderstandings, not us not talking directly to each other. So we had some problems, some real problems, being that we were so close in proximity. Fortunately, um, that came to an end. Um, we, we were able to, we were kind of forced to be in the same space, and we were able to talk to each other, and we realized that a lot of the issues that we had were coming from third party and us not communicating with each other about what we were trying to do. And, um, you know, those ladies, they felt as though I was stepping on their toes or taking advantage, you know, taking advantage of their audience or whatnot. And without us talking, I mean, I could definitely understand where they were coming from in that respect. So after we had a chance to talk, you know, I was good to go there. Um, Now, over the years, though, um, I have, you know, I've had some issues with some people feeling entitled um, to the show, and you know, you have people that walk for you a couple of years in a row, and then they don't another year. Sometimes there's some feelings that develop there. So, you know, mm-hmm. I've had those little things pop up. I've had some people um, where, you know, we may have worked together before, and then you know we grow, and you grow apart, but maybe there were some feelings left over and they didn't really, you know, we didn't talk about it. And so I find out later, you know, and I'm all about trying to clear things up. I don't like having nothing bad on my name out there. So, right. you know, I've run into those things and that definitely hurts your feelings um, because I'm not the type of person to do stuff like that. Like, I want everybody to grow, even if you don't grow with me. So when we spoke in full figure fashion, we <laughs> that was really more so what I was referring to because it took a long time for me to be able to go to Full Figure Fashion Week as an influencer and not as a fan. Even though I'm definitely a fan, Gwen DeVoe, I've learned a lot from her. But the first time I went to Full Figure Fashion Week, I was just a photographer trying to get my hand in the door. Like, hey, you know, I'm just here. As opposed to last year when you and I talked, be hired by Gwen to actually cover some things and to be one of her guests. Like, so that that growth, that didn't come easy. So when I mentioned that to you, that's kind of where I was speaking from. I'm like, you know, I deserve to be here just the same as many of the people who are up here on this stage and sitting in this front row. Like, I work to get here also. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And so despite those obstacles, you've still been able to thrive. So tell us why it is so significant that you are partnering with uh, the Pennington City Mall for your upcoming event. Yeah, so the mall, the Fashion Center in Pentagon City, is one of the largest malls um, in the area. And so it's uh, like an honor to be able to partner with them because from starting off using mainly, you know, like indie designers and, and whatnot, nobody in the area really knowing my name, to be able to work with the mall and the corporate sponsors there, the corporate stores there, for them to see what we have done over the last six years and be able to recognize that and say, yes, we want to work with you. Not only do we want to work with you, we want to introduce you to all of our corporate partners, our tenants in the mall. Like That's a huge thing because that one of my goals was to be able to put on a show, put on DOC, in that type of arena, with that type of audience to be opened up to the mall's 50,000, 60,000 person email list, 
and to be able to put this on an even larger stage for people to see what we're doing, not just with DOC, but in the D.C. area. You know, D.C. is not usually mm-hmm. an area you think of for fashion. You think of it for politics. So opening up on this stage will give people, a, a you know, a view like, hey, they have this in D.C. There is plus size in D.C. And these ladies, they want to buy things. These men want to buy things. These retailers here, they're here for you. So it's a huge deal on that on that level. And how is this fashion preview different from your annual fashion show? So <clears throat> this one um, is definitely it's put together in a much different way than what we're usually doing. So there are two shows. There is a show at 2 o'clock and a show at 4 o'clock, and they are much more compact um, rather than the long format, you know, two- to three-hour show that we normally do. So we are showcasing the retailers that have Plus, and we're doing it um, in both of those shows in different ways. So that is totally different from what we normally do, as well as the time that we had to prepare for it um, was a lot more compact. Usually it takes about nine months nine to ten months out of the year to put together our traditional show. We had about three months to do this one, three, maybe four, across the summer where people were going on vacation and whatnot and everything. So um, a lot more compact, a lot more concise, um, and then all the moving parts of dealing with the retailers because you do have to work around the fact that they are operating businesses. This is live inventory that is moving in and out of the store. So you might fit on Monday of one week, but then it may sell out, so you have to redo what you you know redo your fitting. So the the moosh, the motion, the fast motion, that's a lot different than what we're used to. But it's fun. And you're gonna have a blogger panel that day as well. Yes, we are. So Lorna Finn of System of Curves, she um, has is working with us, and she's putting together the blogger panel for that day. That's going to take place in between the two shows. Um, and they're going to talk about things such as fall trends in the mall, um, fall trends in general for men and women. Um, we're going to incorporate some of the body positivity and um, the the important things about knowing how to love yourself, love your body no matter what size you're in, as well as how to dress your body, and then also incorporate what you can do with the fashions that we have on the runway and how how you can dress yourself in the you know if you're in the area you know, with a lot of these retailers. So um, the blogger panel, and that's a new element for us as well. So we're looking forward to that. Do you know all of the panelists that are going to be on the panel? I actually, right before we got uh, right before we got on this call, I got an email with the final list. I have not had a chance to really look at it to see who is the final, who the final panelists are that accepted. So unfortunately right now, I don't know everybody. Um, okay. I do know aside from Lorna moderating, you know, she she's got a whole a good lineup of people that we all know. Now, is there a fee to attend this event, or is it free to the public? Nope, that's another thing that's different. So it is free to the public. Um, we have a link up for people to be able to grab, you know, register, um, grab the free tickets. Currently, right now, it's about four hundred and fifty that have registered for the event, but it is free to the public. Um, the seating. We have seating. It's first come, first serve. We have a couple hundred swag bags, and all of those things are free. And we'll have food and drinks, and all of those things are free to the public. Oh, that's nice. You're able to do things like that when you have great partnerships, so congrats on that. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, they've been awesome. And besides this, you do have other projects that are ongoing. So tell us about the Plus Report. Yeah, so I have so many projects. The Plus Report is my YouTube talk show that I produce um, with my host, Monica Day, Monica the Curvy Diva. Um, Many people have seen her around at all the different Plus events and whatnot, doing red carpet and hosting. So what we do for the Plus Report, uh, we go out to these different events um, that are up and down the East Coast, full-figure fashion week, TCF style expo, and we interview the guests and we do video footage of the actual events. So our goal with that is to bring more awareness to the plus size community to let them know that these events are out there and to, you know, highlight the stars of the plus community um, because, you know, we we have our own community and there are stars within our community. So producing the show um, with Monica has also it's been awesome we've gotten a great response and it's been an extension of district of curves as well just another way to bring it to to bring it to the people so it's something that i love to do now if someone wants you to come out and cover their event how do they go about doing that um the best way to do it is social media contact us on social media um so the plush report is at the plush report for District of Curves is at District of Curves, but any of those, we that's the fastest. So we respond the fastest that way. You can do the traditional email, absolutely, um, you know, emailing us at, like, info at districtofcurves.com, um, and we'll be able to get that, and we'll contact you back and see what you have going on. Um, most of the time, though, we keep up with the Curvy event calendar, um, many calendars that are out there, so we kind of have our pulse on what's going on. So, Either you contact us or we'll contact you, but we're down for coming out and, and supporting it any way we can. And it hasn't been announced yet, but I know you have plans to do something, especially with big and tall men, because that's something that's starting to really boom right now. Yes. So um, I definitely have a few things going on um, that are coming up for big and tall men. Um, one of the things that I started, um, last year, but haven't moved, you know, waiting on DLC to finish is the male body image project. Um, and that is coming from an area of recognizing the self-esteem issues and this, the, the, the importance of the conversation for plus size men to move that forward um, so that more people can realize that, you know, men, big and tall men especially, suffer from some of the same self-esteem issues and body image issues and whatnot that women do. So, that is one of my projects. And then I'm also working on a couple of different fashion projects, trying to bring the um, plus size male fashion voice forward because we don't have as many options. And, you know, it's been told to me that we don't have the options because we haven't asked for the options. So one of my current, well, future projects that's more uh, forthcoming soon is to bring that voice forward. Um, There's a lot of men out here big and tall, everyday men, that we want something to wear. You know, we don't want just the big T-shirts or the plaid T-shirts. We actually want options. So those are a couple of things I'm working on for men. And at one time you had an award show in the DMV. Are you still doing that? Yes, we are. So the DMV Plus Awards, I didn't do it this year. Um, the, the first year was last year's Curves and Noir, the DMV Plus Awards. So it's an all-black party as well as the award show, where we're highlighting the influences in the DMV area. So 
So it's not open to the entire plus community. It's for the DMV area. And that is because um, it's a large pool for the entire plus community. And sometimes again, the DMV really does get overlooked and we are doing a lot of good things here in the DMV. So we had a really good year um, in 2018 for 2019. um, And I didn't say this, but 2019, I decided to take a break from everything because, you know, I had done a lot and it was becoming really overwhelming. So we do have the award show and we will be, announcing our next date for the award show, and it is going to be an annual event from there to highlight what's going on in the DMV. Now, talk to me a little bit more about being overwhelmed. You said you took a break in 2019. What was overwhelming? Was it the people? Was it um, just doing too much with your regular day-to-day life? What was it? It was the people, it was the money, it was just my my mind, I, I have so many different ideas and so many different things to try to get out. Um, you know, so I, I end up doing a lot, starting some projects, you know, and just not really being able to, like, follow through on everything. And I had to sit down and really talk about to myself what's going on. DOC um, was really overwhelming because of, one, it's not cheap to produce these shows. Um, it is, like I said, about nine to ten months out of the year. So you can imagine that as soon as we come off stage from one production, it's really time to get back in for the next production. So trying to work through that, the other projects that I wanted to work on, um, working with sponsors, and sponsors have a window of time if you're going to ask for money. You know, you have to kind of be on that schedule. So all of those things were happening, and I just really started to feel like, okay, if I want to be successful, I need to step back from everything so that I can get my thoughts together as to what I want to do. So that's what was going on. That's what was overwhelming. I had no intention on doing DOC 2019 this year, um, but the opportunity to work with the mall fell into my lap. And, you know, you have to be ready for opportunities. Um, you know, when you don't know when the door is going to open. So if it opens and you're not ready, you miss it. So it opened. I didn't want to do 2019, but it was one of those situations where I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't say no. Um, It was an opportunity. So I was prepared and I walked through it, but it definitely was overwhelming leading up to this point because of all the things that I just said. It's just, there's a lot to do um, with the production. And sometimes the people, when you're doing it and it's a labor of love, like, Sometimes people don't recognize that. They don't recognize that you're not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're doing it because you want to provide a service. You want to provide an opportunity. So sometimes the people were entitled, kind of selfish, and just mean, you know. And then I have mm-hmm. my own things going on. So I'm like, well, if that's how it's going to be, then maybe maybe you need to miss this for a little while to see if, is, this, is, is this what you really want. Because if the people don't want it, then why provide it? So, you know, that's do what's you going think, on with me. And, do you think there's a misconception that people think um, individuals that produce these shows are making a lot of money and, you know, leaving with bags and bags of money after these shows? you think that's a big misconception? Because I think some people break even if they do that. It's a big misconception. Um, if you break even, you're lucky. Um had a talk with Giovanna Reyes. Uh, she used to do Plus Night Out, and she told me when I got started. She's like, you know, you going in, you know, if you're able to break even, especially the first couple of years, you know, you're doing well. Most people don't. If they break even, they're not breaking even until a couple of years 
later down the road. So it's a huge misconception. Like if they really understood what production costs are to bring a quality production. Now, I mean, I could go rent a venue and just throw something together with no quality to it, but that, you know, what would be the point of that? So when you're bringing somebody something quality, it is, yeah, the cost is, is, the cost can get up there and it's definitely a misconception. And many, many moons ago, I produced an event in Los Angeles and after one of my productions, I threw up and I was physically sick. So it does take a toll on you in all ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had, usually I'll take about a month off after DOC where nobody hears from me on social media. Nobody, you know, unless you're in my close, close circle of friends, you don't hear from me and you don't see me because I really have to get myself together. Um, I've had times where I've had like whole breakdowns in the back, you know, and then because it's so overwhelming, you know, and it's tiring. Your body, your body can only take so much. Absolutely. So what ways can we support you and support the events and the projects that you have going on? Um, The best way is follow us on social media, follow our YouTube channel, District of Curves, um, to see what we have going on. Um, And just be, you know, if we, when we have the events, um, come out to the event if you can. Um, If you're a blogger, if you're an influencer, anybody, just come out, share the events. Um, And again, follow us on social media, you know, and, and, and talk about it. Like if you see some photos that you like, share the photos, tell people if you're out of town and you know about us, let people know Digital Curves is in the D.C. area, what we're doing, um, just to help increase brand recognition and whatnot so we can keep things going. And you're interested in collaborating with people and other brands? Yes, I love collaborating with people. I love collaborating with people, other brands. I like to see what we can create together. Um, I like bringing different groups together who maybe aren't usually together so we can increase our audience and we can increase, you know, our reach. That's what this whole thing is for. So absolutely. So and anybody out do there you have an collaborate, affi- let me know. Do you have an official website we should go to check things out or is it mostly updated on social media? No, they can go to districtofcurves.com. Um, currently right now it's under construction until later on today so we can get up the final, um, the list of designers and retailers that are in there. But districtofcurves.com is the hub for everything that we do. Nice. So tell us again the details for this weekend, because I think during the interview I gave them all a whole new name. So give us the (laughs) deets for what you're doing this Saturday. Okay, so this Saturday we are um, a part, we are showing with the Fashion Center at Pentagon City. It's a part of the Fall Fashion Preview. So it's the Fall Fashion Preview presented by District of Curves at the Fashion Center at Pentagon City. Um, there are two shows. The, the whole presentation starts at 1 o'clock, but our shows are at 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock. And then there is our blogger panel at around about 3 o'clock, which is going to take place in between those two shows. In addition, the mall is going to have many activations, many brand activations, many discounts and whatnot from all of the, all of the tenants in the mall. So it's a great shopping experience. It'll be a time to come out, take advantage of some of the discounts that are going on, and just all of the different, see all the different things that the Fashion Center at Pentagon City has to offer. 
Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Continue success with everything you have going on. And thank you for being so open and honest in the interview. Oh, no problem. I'm, I've been a fan of yours for a while, so I'm really honored to be on your show. So thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you. And I would definitely try to get to the DMV. I don't think I've been to the DMV in years. So I got to get out there to see some of your events. Oh, yeah. We got to have you out here. So, you know, I'll keep in touch and uh, make sure that I let you know well in advance what's going on because we want everybody to come out. We all go to all the different places, New York, Atlanta, everywhere. We got to come out to the DMV too. That's right. Well, thanks again for being on the show and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Shanice. I appreciate it. You enjoy yours too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to our guest today, Mickey Armstrong of District of Curves. If you are in the area, make sure you check him out this Saturday at the Fall Fashion Preview. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. And until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to the Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.